Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. Wrong. Oh, yeah. Another it's one? It's Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. Ooh, I know we the one. best podcast. Jake, what's that on your wrist? It's a chandelier. <laughs> no, it's Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We the best podcast. If Fuck you, boy, bow down. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you listen to Big Boy's Neighborhood, congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> So what are we going to be talking about today? I think we're talking about DJ Khaled's album today. Oh yeah, sorry, the spoilers. Spoilers! Uh, yeah, today we're going to be talking about DJ Khaled's album, but and also we're going to be talking about the great and lovely, legendary Tyler the Creator's Igor, uh, which I'm very, very excited about. Oh yeah. Spoilers, I like Tyler's more. <laughs> I think most people would probably tend to agree. I don't think so. I don't think Hip-hop time, fans man. or pop fans? I think is both, it getting backlash? I haven't been looking at what I don't think people it's have getting, been saying about it. I don't think it's let's not let's not jump into it. Okay, okay. But I don't think it's getting backlash. I'm just saying it was a little bit different. Okay. So you know? so what you know? What you, what you got for us for facts? Today's fun fact, guys, is the fact that uh, octopus blood is actually bluish green. Okay. Disgusting. All right. You been uh, octopus poaching? You know. You've been pussy pussy poaching? We're not talking about that one. Uh, My trivia for the day, the word gratunka, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, Swedes. It was wrong as fuck. Yeah. Means to cry while masturbating. The fact that I needed this a word for that is a real tearjerker. (laughs) Shout out to a guy I play softball with for texting me that. (laughs) Thank you. What was that word? Gratunka. But I don't know what the little dot over the A means. Like, right. I don't know. I know that means Grau, you pronounce the word differently. I'm going to go Grautunka later tonight. So. All right. <laughs> so shout out to a guy I play softball with. For shout out to that guy. Sending me that. So what you got for news? We're going to do news a little different. So the news that Hakeem is reading me, I have not. We have not talked about this. I'm, I'm for the most part, unaware of it unless he says something that I've all, heard already. <clears throat> all I said to him was the name of the topic that I was talking about so we wouldn't overlap because last episode we did have a lot of overlapping news. Um, so for, uh, for the first bit of news I have, uh, the man who whose first name, Jake, his name is Eric Holder. Yeah, the Nipsey shooter. Has been indicted by grand jury for the murder of Nipsey Hussle. However, do you know what his street name is? No. Shitty cuz. <laughs> Shitty cuz. And then this guy goes, this meme goes, Hey cuz, are you sure this street name goes hard? And it goes, L.A. Crip holding in his laugh. Yeah, bro. Shitty cuz goes hard. I fuck with it. So... Um, yeah, he could have done a little better. Shitty cuz is a shitty person, and I hope he gets as much time as necessary. Yeah, I also heard that he got indicted for extra charges, too, for the people he injured, that he injured. people, yeah. Yeah, so uh, fuck you, and uh, we'll see what happens. We'll be following that pretty closely. Uh, Denzel Curry just announced his new album, Zoo, Z-U-U. Uh, release date? A, uh, no release date, okay. but there is Is that a, there is the album art. I think that's it. It's just him kind of staring down with the orange in the back. Pretty sick. He's also wearing a Miami Vice shirt, which uh, if you watch the Speedboat um, the Speedboat music video, it's already out now. It actually came out a couple of hours ago. I watched okay. it uh, on my way back from work. I didn't watch pretty it while good. I was driving. I, was, I got home and then I watched it. But it was pretty good. I think Ricky is a better single of the two, but okay. uh, the album seems to be pretty high energy. Uh, 
Denzel Curry's coming with this just really good and positive message, but saying it in a hard way that I can rock with. So I'm very excited for that album, though. Zoo. Uh, two more things here. DJ Khaled's father of Assad was expected to sell 130k first week. Congratulations, DJ Academics. That's pretty good numbers though in the streaming era. Yeah. Shout out DJ Khaled. Um, and PNB Rock uh, tweeted out some bitch in the car with my bro talking about can I play six nine album even though he a rat. LOL. I hate this new generation. I swear. You get no play up in my ride. Jeezy. He was quoting Jeezy there. Okay. What do you think about that? He was quoting, did you say Jeezy as in yeah, like Snowman or G-Eazy? I think, no, 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 Snowman. Like okay. Jeezy. And he, that, you get no play up in my ride. But basically he's saying that he doesn't fuck with 6 9 because well, Jeezy's about it. I think we've seen that. But P&B Rock tweeted this. Yeah. yeah. Jeezy is very about it. Um, Anything else? That's all I got. Uh, I saw this guy, uh, Cole Bennett, put this guy out, uh, a vid for Ransom by Lil Tecca. So check him out if you haven't. So YNW Melly is in our news line again for like the sixth consecutive week. He's our next R. Kelly. We just keep throwing his name in there for tags, I guess. I don't know. Murder, Murder on my mind goes double platinum as he faces the death penalty. Pretty wild. I pray for justice for Melly, you know. Justice, not no, no, no. If it, oh, so so you mean like you want what? I want whatever's deserved. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying free free Melly if you yeah. kill this. So Hip Hop DX put up an article. I'm not gonna read it to you, Ooh. but put up an article. Is that saying a two point that, nine? That's a two point nine. We're out about of five. close, huh? Yeah, out of five. So if you scale oh, that to a five. ten, yeah. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, they said that it was dangerously corny. Uh, you know who... And the writer was also quoted saying that it was like his version of commercial rap. I agree with that. Yeah. I and we sort of, we sort of, I wouldn't say we said that, but we no. sort of referenced aligning themes in that. The the fact that Logic can come off as corny is not, he's no stranger Nothing to new. that allegation. Yeah. Uh, Jake and I have still always enjoyed his music regardless because he does have talent, but Logic can't really help but come off as corny because of his message. Even the peace, love, positivity thing was kind of corny. Yeah. Um, shout out to Jackson. He texted me though after he listened to the album, and said that Logic sounds pretty bitter, which I don't know. I didn't get that on my first um, run. Uh, a little bit insecure. I think I think he sounded bitter because of like I know how he addressed fuck the, all the haters and all. Well, that that stuff, and he addressed like the hey, I'm not really trying to emulate J Cole and Kendrick. Like I'm tired of the comparisons. Even G Easy kind of touches on it. Like people had tried to pit them together in the media. Like against each other, and they have never really done anything with each other aside have they from that really, song. Though? I really didn't see them getting pitted against each other. I think who, who nobody wanted that collab because the collab was going to be awful. Shocker, it was. It was. I didn't think it was awful. Okay, I said I. I said I would give a little respect to him, but I didn't want to listen to it again. We said it. Little replay value. Yeah. I don't think I've went back to more than like two songs 2.9 out of 5 though I mean it's, it's not terrible. bad but it's not, it's uh, I wouldn't I rated it a 2 or a 3 I think on the last episode alright that's all we've got for news so let's talk about Father of Assad. yes let's do that what first you, first impression okay or so first impression when you heard he actually set a release date I didn't care um, I never really care about uh, DJ Khaled's albums with all due respect um not that DJ Khaled hasn't come out with music that I've enjoyed in the past, 
some of my favorite DJ Khaled mixtapes were the ones that came out in like 2013. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to get to his uh, his page, but he dropped he dropped a couple of mixtapes when Lil Wayne was at his peak, you right. know. And and when I really cared about Wayne and Jeezy is when I really cared about uh, DJ Khaled's albums. Uh, now nowadays it's just pop. It's very pop. pop so. I, I didn't really come in with high expectations, honestly. Well, he, he set a standard, and, and really he hasn't had a lot of things that were just a horrible, horrible miss. The so last he, album, though, was not great. No, it wasn't great to us, but commercially and from a commercial standpoint, it did well. So he has set a standard. So we like, when, like you said, I, you didn't really care when you heard it was coming out. I didn't really either because I knew what to expect. I, well, we already said it. It's going to be hot for the summer. It's going to sound good whether or not we relate to it or really care about it anyway i will say this album exceeded my expectation i would give it that it's a lot better than the last album i think there's more songs i would go back to more songs than the last album than i would go back to this one let me pull up that last album because bro i don't think you remember how much you were hating on grateful back then i'm sorry i keep going back to 2017 so you're not talking about yeah grateful was his last album okay okay yeah no i was talking about grateful um so out of these, which one would... I like Shining. Uh-huh. Wild Thoughts is a banger. Uh, I'm the one. Okay. Um, I haven't gone back to I'm Everything. Uh, we got on there. I just want to make a note of this, guys, because... I'm skipping I a lot to compare. here. I want to compare. Also, this album is 23 tracks. So you really came back to three. Good Man, Pusha T, and Jada Kiss. Yeah, that was Sweet. good. Uh, I haven't been back to that one, but that's a great song. Down for Life sucked. It's too long. This yeah, this was I remember this album. So four. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're gonna compare that. So you had four on there. I had four, we won't get too ahead of ourselves, but I had five top tracks off of this album. Okay. So already kind of better. So maybe a little. The production on on here, when you first heard that Holy Mountain track, I, well, were you a little confused? No, because he's done stuff like that kind of island, like Buju Banton theme before, so I knew, especially when I saw that that was the intro. Um, and the, on there too. Yeah, so. I was happy to see Shake on that. Yeah, because when we when I saw what was it Glitter? Wasn't that the name? Glitter, of Glitter, yeah. EP. When she put that out, I was like, oh, I really hope Kanye doesn't shelf her. And then I was really hoping she was going to be one of the ones to get a seven track album. Especially she did. She did. Glitter was part of that release. Okay, okay. Glitter was a part of that release. Shout out to 07 and Shake. We've talked about her before. I, I love her, uh, especially Glitter is, um, is incredible. She's very ethereal and atmospheric and eerie. Her voice is perfect for Trap. Uh, I loved her contribution on Holy Mountain, and I thought it was a good start to the project. Yeah, sure. I, it was a very effective intro. Yeah, it was a very effective intro. Buju Banton has just gotten out of jail recently in the last year. Yeah. Not 2819, but in the last like span of 12 months, 12 he's months. been out of jail. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I've seen them. I think on Grateful, they even had a song together. He's been doing stuff with him for a little while. Okay. Um, he's done music videos, too, guys, where he played with this island theme, and he's the Don Dada. You know, he try, he, he's kind of like Drake, where he'll just kind of embody a culture for the moment and then, you know, shelf it and move on to the next big thing. Well, at least he's stuck to this one for a little while. Yeah, I think he was. Go- he's going. He's always going for a tropical feel, you know. A DJ Khaled is a very. I mean, he's cultured, you know. DJ Khaled, I believe he's from Iran or Iraq. I'm not 100 percent. Alexa, sure, but what nationality is DJ Khaled? 
The ethnicity of Khalid Mohammed Khalid, also known as DJ Khalid, is Palestinian Arabic. Oh, His parents immigrated from Palestine and he was born in New Orleans, Louisiana, November 26, 1975. Sweet. So Thank Palestinian. You, so that's intense. So shout out to my Palestinian brother. Did you there? Struggling. Okay. Palestine, so Palestinians get treated like Mexicans. <laughs> I'm not even front no, of you. I, I know. They literally do all the construction. Your, your <laughs> analogy was just, just so like blunt. It really I is. I wasn't expecting bro. it. No, I understand. You know, I mean, it's terrible. Uh, but I saw one time I saw DJ Khaled eating all Arabic food. I was like, bro, yeah. bro. <laughs> uh, no, I can see that. And Iranians, I mean, Palestinians don't get. It's very fake news when it comes to the, how the United States portrays them yeah. because they're definitely aligned more so with Israel. Not it's that we're tough. taking a stance, it's but it's right. not biased at all. We're not talking about the Palestinian-Israeli conflict on hooks, lines, and hip hop. Yeah. But anyways, I just wanted to say that DJ Khaled is not is not some like. He's not just, you know, some white guy or some some random dude. I'm sure he appreciates uh, the culture since, like you said, he has stuck with it for a very long time. Also, I want to point something out on the cover of the album. I think those are the new Jordans that DJ Khaled is putting out. Who cares? For the album. Yeah, his last ones did pretty well for Grateful. They were all red. Grateful was misspelled, by the way. Fun fact. <laughs> but just, I'm not a big fan of the cement colorways. You don't like you wouldn't get a pair of black cement threes if you could right now. I mean, yeah, I would take them. Would I take a? No, 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 no not take buy it. like a, like an opportunity oh. to buy it like two hundred dollars. Oh yeah, two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you're not paying like resale for them. Hell okay, no. Okay, I got you. I got you. Let's get back to this album. Bro. You were talking about production on yeah. Holy Mountain. Overall, shocked. I, Holy I, Mountain I is good. I well, I, I, it was very good. It was. Uh, I love the you know island vibe, Jamaican. Honestly, vibe. the. That track and the last track, in my opinion, were the ones that were produced. It was like the a best. sandwich. It was like a sandwich of of island. Like the beginning starts out with that, the end starts out with that, and they both end with Buju Banton. End the beginning with Buju Banton. Me personally, I thought the production on this was not up to his. It standard. was bad. Yeah. It, I, I would. I honestly was was puzzled at the beats picked for this. Album. I mean, there were there were points where it would kind of come through, and I'd be like, okay, I like the way the sample was done here. Like with the, the Big Sean song, I like the the sample from whoever Drake sampled. Mm-hmm. Uh, from whatever one one of Drake's hits, who the fuck yeah. knows? Um, without a follow, without a mention, yeah. that one does. Just us, the Miss Jackson sample. I thought was it. Good. Sounded, I liked it. the The issue with me though was it sounded like just trash cans just hitting each other, and he had to like tone it down so people couldn't fully tell it was Miss Jackson. Because first listen, I couldn't really tell. Even though I guess yeah, it, I mean, the I'm beginning sure he, is pretty, I'm sure he cleared that one. You're not yeah. gonna not you're not gonna pitch Andre. Well, well, it was just like turned down, and it just sounded like trash cans hitting each other. It felt really empty, and and I think like you said, SZA's uh, vocals on here were more pop, which didn't help. You know, yeah, SZA didn't well, come with her, the full energy her that her she verse was has. very soulful. Like the verse was very SZA, but then when I heard the vocals and the hook, I was like, okay, who else is featured with her? Because right. it was just very like very pop. And but even compare it to anything that she had put out on her on her album on her last album, it was nothing close. Exactly, the Game That's of Thrones soundtrack did the same thing to her, in my opinion, with her I, track. I hated that soundtrack. Also hated the last episode, guys. That season eight was terrible. Okay, go sign a fucking petition. No, I'm not doing that shit. That's corny as fuck. Yeah. That's very. I got a participation. Yeah, I'm good. Participation trophy ish. It's hard saying words. Yeah, huh? it's hard. <laughs> it's been a long day. 
Um, but yeah, the Game of Thrones soundtrack did that to her. They just made her sound more pop, and Tabitha said, she's a pop artist. And I was like, yeah, but she has a certain like soul in her voice. She's, she's pop the way Kendrick is, where the mainstream she kind just, of comes to her. To me, she has an X Factor, like the... Like Rihanna's have in the Lady Gaga's and she has a look, she has Amy Winehouse, sound. like the sound, like the power of voice. Like she, they have, a, she has a very powerful voice. All of those artists I just named have a powerful voice. Absolutely. And I think when they mixed her vocals that way, it just kind of took the soul and power out of her voice for me. What did you rank that track? Did you do your ranking for I this did. album? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm consistent, sir. I, what track was that? <laughs> that was number, number four. Just us. Number four. I gave it a six. That's still too high. I, w- I was gonna say around a four. Okay. Four, just for that track. Number four gets a four. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, you Stay, though, pick back up for me. That's where the album picks up. Because uh, Wish Wish with Cardi B was, was pretty good. I wasn't blown away with 21 Savage's feature. Cardi B kind of washed him on that track. Yeah, the only thing notable about 21 Savage was was the, the quote, Yo, bitch got crazy head like a Kanye tweet. Yeah, yeah that was pretty good. It's a night. Jealous with uh, Chris Brown, Lil Wayne, Big Sean kind of sucks. Kind of. That shit sounded like it was recorded in 2010. Yeah. It was very... Well, Chris Brown's vocals just kind of sound the same whenever he does Always. a Khaled track, you know? Yeah, and... And also the concept of the album is... Cor- or the concept of the song is corny. They're jealous, yeah. you know? Both songs with Wayne on this album were corny. Freaking you was shit. Wayne's Wayne saying the part where the girl says that he's not Drake it made me laugh, though. Yeah. That shit was funny. It is funny. And also, I felt like he wasn't taking himself too seriously on that track. Um, I know we're jumping ahead, jumping back and forth, guys. That's related. The um, Freaking You was the other song that Poopy. you're talking about. Gunna sounds like shit. Uh, he's really just... I, I don't know why him and... The sample in that is fucking trash. Really? Yes. I, I don't remember the, even it. the sample. It was just... It may not have been a sample, but it had like this high-pitched vocal. It may have been like a synth vocal. Can we play a little Yeah, bit just turn your mic down. Or your, oh, your oh, output oh, down. Oh. Working Max are hard, huh? <laughs> I got you back. <laughs> you got me. You didn't like the backing vocals? No, because this part would have been fine. Right. But it, they Except put it that. in like random spots throughout the whole album. Uh, I mean, the whole track. It just... Oh, I get what you're saying. It's a little like bit Like they shitty. just hooked it or looped it and... It was kind of low effort, huh? Like the... the Not the song itself, because Lil Wayne, like I said, I'm going to disagree with you on the fact that I loved his feature on that song. I think he didn't take himself too seriously. And I thought it made me laugh. At least it made me laugh. Especially the part where he says he's not Drake. That's a real passing of the torch, by the way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wayne literally just going, Eka. Yeah. Eka. I'll go skate. <laughs> I'll go skate. Yeah. I'm just going to go do some kickflips. Sip some lean. So back to, to you, Stay. Yes. You said that was a that picked up for you there. Yeah, yeah. I they have Everybody has chemistry on that track. Little Baby, honestly, was my favorite part of this track. Yeah, I said it was like the track itself was effective. Meek was good. The production was forgettable. Yeah, again, it's just very boring. None of these, none of these beats blew me away. The only one that did its job, probably higher with Nipsey Hussle, and I think that has a lot more to do with John Legend's that, yeah, vocals. That's being another. So good. That's another one that has an X factor with their voice. Like they can turn anything. And good. I like celebrate. Who, yeah. you have two of the most melodic. Sounds of music right now, Travis Scott and Post Malone. So you turn that track. I love the production well, the, on that. Yeah, one. the production really didn't have a lot of melody because exactly. DJ Khaled relied on 
Posty and Travis to bring the melody. And it was really just a basic just drum in the back, and that yeah. was about it. Uh, I, those two tracks were my favorites. Uh, and the, the way it was placed, honestly, 5 through 7 just goes hard for me. Yeah. Uh, I liked Wish Wish. So, so far in the top half, I would definitely take 5 through 7. I would even take five through eight. Like those, that was one I was like, okay, I'm kind of feeling this album. Won't okay. stay was the one. Was it? Yeah, won't, won't take, take my soul. soul. Was with Nas and CeeLo Green. That's a very. He Nas always sounds does that. Fan, huh? Yeah, he sounds always sounds good on a Khaled beat. Yeah, he has him and uh, Khaled have great chemistry, and also it seems to me Nas uses DJ Khaled always as like a platform. Yeah. So he always comes out with his best uh, vocals. And verses on that. Yeah, one. I think that's really what let a lot of people down because you remember in Grateful they had yeah, the song Nas, Nas album done and it was a good track. Right. And everybody's like, oh, I'm so hyped for a Nas album. Yep. And then we get the Kanye produced album, which may or may not have been the album that DJ Khaled was referencing. I and, feel like it wasn't. But then they come out and, and Nas's album really was one of the lower reviewed and less really Talked taken about. well yeah. out of that short release of seven track albums. Oh. And that has nothing to do with Nas. I no, really not think that has to do with him not being able to fit uh, Kanye's format. You know, just yeah. that for I think and Nas Kanye is very like backpacker, that. like very technical. Doesn't really want to branch outside of his comfort zone. And that's what we look for in Nas. Same way we look at Jay Z. Well, I don't think I really look at Jay Z to do something completely different than usual. You know, his yeah. best his best albums are when he's kind of more in the pocket, uh, kind of like four forty four. You know. Yeah. The uh, the most you hear is is maybe like a like a uh, Damian Marley feature. That's as wild. As I love know. track ten. That you know, all I wrote the literally the only note I wrote for that track was nostalgia. Oh. I thought I thought it was pretty good. The problem I have with it, first of all, is the title, Big Boy Talk. A little bit sus. Just a Those, smidge well, sus. Rick Ross, Big, big Body. Talk. Call it call oh, it something. call big it Big Body. body. That'd have been cooler. Um, Jeezy, I didn't really feel like it was a very memorable feature from him. I think Rick Ross outshined him. him. Are you? Yeah. He the recession. That album two the years recession ago. was the peak. Jeezy, well, no, Jeezy's like album, The Recession, was one of the first hip hop albums that I like really fell in love with. That was mm-hmm. one of the ones that got me into like studying rap. Mine was the Carter Two and Ti versus Tip. Yeah. God, that Ti versus Tip is really so. Jeezy just kind of has like a nostalgia factor for me. I feel that, and, plus, and he's from know, Columbia. I'm on. I put on. Yeah. I mean, come on. He's he Jeezy's a legend. I just don't think. Right. I, I was gonna say this about the album. I, I by the way, I just don't think that he uh, he really kind of was on par with Rick Ross on this song. No, well, Rick me. Ross, we we have a special feeling for Rick Ross, but Rick, Rick Ross is a heavy hitter. Like, yeah. To know that you're featured on a track with Rick Ross... is intimidating. Yeah. You better come Absolutely. with some shit, dude. And people don't give Rick Ross enough credit for him as a lyricist just because of the fact that sometimes people they well, will argue he's not authentic. Yeah, they bring up the, oh, he was a P.O. Yeah. But, but a lot of people in rap are not necessarily... Uh, living the life that they rap about, it's about the way he's able to play up that character to make us even believe mm-hmm. that he lived that life. You know, when I hear Rick Ross rapping, to me, he's a lot like a movie. You know, yeah, where very much. So. I don't, I know what's happening in the movie's not real or it's not really going on, but I still am watching it. You yeah. know, so Jeezy uh, and Jeezy and Rick Ross were good on that one. Uh, Weather the storm with Meek Mill and Lil Baby was all right. I think Lil Baby was a little bit lackluster on that uh, See, on that track. I thought it was a better track than the first. 
meat track. Mm, okay. I I said baby was alright, nothing nothing crazy from him. I think the best baby feature on here was um Oh maybe maybe you think I got a question. Okay. It's it's kinda odd to see Meek Mill Lil Baby, Meek Mill Lil Baby on the same track again. Do you think maybe the two of them are have some collabs coming out? That could be I wouldn't want to read too much into that because I feel like people when they're doing a Khaled album don't necessarily always know who's gonna be on what. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they Meek could have recorded six tracks for Khaled and these exactly. are the two that were picked. And those are the two that were picked. So I don't wanna to read too much into that. What I will say both of them have star power and they seem to sound they have good chemistry. Yeah, I the thought track. they had good chemistry. I just the production for me killed it on the first one and then the second one it was, was more little tolerable. baby was just forgettable to me on that track. I'm with you on that one. But I think Meek Mill in both features was always a standout. Uh, well, he's always going to be memorable and attractive just because that he just has that loud, brash vocal. Like, if Meek Mill's featured, you're going to remember. But he wasn't screaming as much. No, but his vocals are always just mastered high on the treble. Right. Freaking You sucks. Yeah, it was uh, poopy. But I, I, like I said, I enjoyed Lil Wayne's uh, part. I don't want to say it sucks. See, it I, wasn't, didn't, I, it wasn't. I said it was, his verse was lackluster. I like, it, it was, wasn't as good as it could be, but it wasn't terrible. I just thought it was really... I think the fact that I was I was laughing at it, because I really could see Wayne kind of playfully rapping that out uh, the way he did on that track. I just thought it was a lot of fun, and it was good to hear Wayne on a track with a new school artist and not sounding just old or yeah. or like he's not keeping up. You know, if anything, Wayne is getting... Wayne, this is the best we've seen Wayne in a long time. Yeah. Overall, overall, because for a while there was a dark period where we didn't want to hear anything one was putting out. And I think even the the Carter Five, like I wasn't huge on the Carter Five. It was good, but that's a big step for him to get over. Like that's something he's been trying to do for a damn decade almost. Yeah, it was a big deal when he finally got off Cash Money. So always respect to Lil Wayne. He's a legend, and like I said, Carter Two was the first rap album I ever bought. So Wayne Wayne always to me holds my number one spot just as a go. So let's talk about the next top off and no brainer. I thought it was kind of odd they had them like right next to each other. Right, because you were. I think because they were put out so long ago, though, maybe they were like, like if we put tracks. them next to each other, people will remember them. Maybe. I mean, they're both big songs. And they were big when they came out. But no right brainer's now, bigger out of the two. Yes, absolutely. Shining from their last album when they he did Jay and Beyonce. That song was huge. That's still on the radio. Top but, off just didn't go. No, Future's vocals I think kind of sidelined that one. Beyonce's verse was great. Yeah. Beyonce killed it. Jay-Z even was... It was a little bit corny, the one bill line. Yeah. Not anyone does this one bill. I just thought that was a little bit cheesy. DJ Khaled could have done a little better. I, th- I think the, the hook really held that song back to me. Take Future off of that and maybe put somebody like... I mean, he had the formula. Shining was huge. Right. Shining, 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 Who would you replace if you could... I mean, who would you replace for futures? Uh, I would just part? take him off. The, I mean, bro, you had the you had the formula with shining. Like I'd put obviously, young it was a thug huge in there. That would have done better. I'd put young thug yeah. in there because it could be. I get what future was trying to do, make it sound just like angry and crazy. Yeah. But I think young thug just has that. Baby. I think the young thug has that without sounding that raspy like smoker voice that thug. Up. That future does. Young Thug just could do it better. Could make it sound more melodic, but still hard as shit. Like I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, but like Jay Z and Beyonce hold like a certain class next to their name, and I feel like Future kind of stained that a little bit to me. 
I disagree. I think Future's of that caliber. Yeah, but he just didn't prove it on this. He just, yeah, the the vocals were just kind of shitty. Yeah. No brainer is god awful. I hate Chance the Rapper. I wouldn't say it was god awful. Chance, but Chance listen, pissed me off more than any fucking artist alive because he has the ability, the ability to come out with something like acid rap, and for the last five to six years, it's just been I'm I'm pop, I'm cool, I'm pop, I'm cute, I'm a dad. ABC, I'm from Chicago. Me, I hated that track. Fuck you, Chance, please. Stop rapping. Get it's into hard. the government. Leave me be, bitch. That was a better bars than anything Chance has put out in a month. Oh man, Arabic Chance the rapper <laughs> stopped in. Look at the, what what the predecessor to that was. You had I'm the one. That song was huge with Chance. And I, would, and I could defend that song more than this one. That that song was so big. Could you should have just left Justin Bieber and Chance the Rapper off of this album because yeah. you already come in like you painted yourself into the corner. Mm-hmm. Like Quavo now you have was no on defensive. that track too. Mm-hmm. Quavo was on that track too. So I think he was trying to recreate that song. That's what I'm much. saying. Without Lil Wayne, and they should have just he should just left it alone. Yeah, I think it's. I feel the same way about Top Off. Like you set such a high standard with those two features. Mm-hmm. Top it don't come underwhelming. I mean, obviously, it wasn't too underwhelming because those songs did sell well and did sharp for a good time. We're saying they're underwhelming to us. Yes. Always. It's always our opinion. And they were underwhelming. No-brainers got awful. Like I said, fuck you, Chance. Again. um, Thank you, Big Sean. Thank you with Big Sean was... was, uh, I told you I hated it at first. Is that because you listened to the other Big Sean feature? Yeah. The other Big Sean feature was the one I was talking about. I didn't actually get to this part. It wasn't good. It was a uh, very listenable. Well, I like that he was talking. Like he talked about DJ Khaled, and he was thanking him. Like, hey, you're the one that convinced Ye to put my track out. And he even mentioned, like, hey, you need to put Chris Brown on this track. Right. And he's talking about Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. Right. Right. It was that one with Kanye. Just to set the mood. Oh no, you're talking about like it's my last. Yes. Yeah. That that was the big hit off of. That was such a good song. Yes. So he's kind of thanking DJ Khaled, and it was very personable. And I think that's the big Sean that I personally like because Detroit was like that. Um, even a few tracks on Hall of Fame when he's talking about his mom and dad taking him to school. The like, subject, I like personable Sean. Absolutely. The subject matter isn't the problem. It's just the way he says stuff. Like, the song came off really clunky. He's, he's like saying, you know, he'll be like... I want to take you to the store, like with a shopping cart. Like he said, he makes stuff, he draws stuff out, and the flow is just very clunky, I and I didn't like it. I think that's why he, people say he could be as good as Cole and Kendrick, but that aspect right there is kind of what. So fucking stupid. And like, if you refined the lyrics back a little bit more and put maybe a little more emphasis in the delivery. If you want to be a punchline rapper, make your punchline shorter so I'm not having to think back what the fuck you said 30 seconds ago. I just think I just think it was very it was a very clunky track. Uh, it's listenable if you like Big Sean. If you're a big Big Sean fan, you're gonna love it. Um, wasn't wasn't the track for me though. That was one of my top tracks. What were your top tracks? Uh, my top tracks were Higher with uh, Nipsey Hussle and John Legend. That was on mine. Weather the Storm, Meek Mill and Lil Baby. Uh, probably Wish Wish. Holy well, see, that's another formula. Yeah, it like is. Like, Air Cardi was crazy. Yeah, right. And uh, Holy Mountain. Yeah. Other than that... Uh, I had Wish Wish and Celebrate, so, so those two matched higher. Was on yours, too. Yeah. Um, 
then the other one I picked was Big Boy Talk and Thank You. Okay. And mainly, like you said, if you're a big, big Sean fan, like I'm not a big, big Sean fan, but I do you like, like him Sean. more. I I've seen him live. I've listened to like his whole discography, like top to bottom, and and go back, still go back to most of it, so I can relate to kind of that aspect. And the same thing with Big Boy Talk. Like we I already said, Jeezy has kind of a nostalgic spot for me. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Same way. You didn't really care for freaking you, but Wayne honestly just. I mean, I love Wayne. It's just no wrong. That sample just killed, killed it, it for me. The same way. I'm icy. I'm clean. Killed the Gucci verse for you. One of the one of the best Gucci verses I've heard in a long time. Thing. Yeah. But it just. Over, overall, the worst. The writing utensil. Man, better than glass. Ha <laughs> Callback, guys. Uh, overall, this the. Best parts of this album were the beginning the, and end. The, yeah, the beginning and end. No, it was also the features on here. Overall, I would say Meek Mill, Lil Baby, Nas, CeeLo Green, Nipsey Hussle, John Legend. I mean, overall, the features did really well. It's just the songs that they're put on are very formulaic. They're very poppy. Uh, the There's some... Some claps that I just can't... Those pop claps yeah. show up on this album, and I fucking hate that, guys. You guys know that. Well, let's let's look at it this way. I think a lot of the people that are... I, I don't think there's anybody that are, like, huge, like, fans of DJ Khaled. I think, like, people know, like, okay, DJ Khaled's gonna put out... Like, look, he, he hit the island theme. That may be why the album's gonna sell, because people from those areas may go to listen to this. I think mm-hmm. most people, when they look at a DJ Khaled album... He's a global artist. Yeah. You come to take what you want to take out of it. Yeah. I don't think this album... like I've never looked at a DJ Khaled album and looked at it the same way I look at like an album that I would listen to start to finish. I'm going to look up this album. You could put this on in any order and still get the same amount out of it than if you listened first track to last track. Right. I, th- I think... I think this album flows better than some of the previous uh, albums that he's put out. Major Key, I think, was will be received better than this one. Major Key was tenfold better than this. Yeah, so so Khaled has put out albums that we, we can play top to bottom. I think Major Key is closer to that than any of them. Another one for me, which I cannot find here, guys. It's, it's driving me bananas. I can't find Look it. Look up a single from it that you I, remember. Um... Oh my god, it's a Drake and Lil Wayne one. No new friends. Oh, that, I think that was a single, wasn't it? No, but it was on the album that I liked. There it is. There's the. Oh wait, is it? No, just, I'm pretty sure it was a single. No, no, no. But there, it was on the al. It was on that the album of that year as well. That's crazy. I, I can't you. figure it out. But it w- That was a. That was another DJ Khaled album that I liked that I can't fucking remember. Bro, I'm telling you, that was a single. No, 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 I know, I know. I know No New Friends is a single, but there was an album that it was on that I liked. But I just can't. So what would you rate it. the album? A four. We the best forever. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I was like scratching an inch. That, that one had forever. the big track with Ludacris. This was yes. crazy, Money. dude. This was crazy. I'm on one is on there. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, but look at... Welcome to my hood. Hang on. Welcome to my hood. I'm thugging with that one. Nobody cares about anymore. But uh, that was was that one that goes I'm thugging. Yeah, I'm thugging. It's crazy. It's called I'm thugging, guys. Uh, legendary Keisha Cole. Look at this. Chris Brown is on here. Yeah, but we're still going and we're picking like. No, no, no. I would play. The, I could play this entire album. I would when I, especially when I was in high school. Yeah, well, this, this was our. Out. This was. This has nostalgia to us. 
But if you look at a hip hop fan of maybe a different age, I don't think they're going to go back to this album. Like so you're saying maybe Father of Father of Assad or Major Key is somebody's uh, We the Best Forever? Maybe potentially could be. Overall, I'd give the album a five. I won't I won't say it's below average. If I said four before, I'm sorry, that was a fuck up. Okay, I would give it a five. That's what I gave it, and that was numerically. I know yours is a little more opinionated. Yeah. And if I have an opinion about an album that doesn't match the math, obviously I state it. But I think five is is average. That's, I mean, that's that's a, a good score. Yeah. And really, I only like thirty three percent of the album because I only like five tracks. I was gonna say if if we're ranking the production though, because those need to be separate because the features on here did such a good job that well, not even really the features. It's, it's, the song. Yeah. yeah, the artists on the songs did a lot. Uh, they did a lot, but. The beats on here, I'd give the beats a two or a one. Yeah, it, it's not. Up, I wrote is like one of my highlights. It's not up to par to with his like previous endeavors. Yeah, which already is already kind of middle tier, yeah. and then you even went lower than that. So singles I, were old. Yeah, but celebrate. You got celebrate. I think will chart for him. Celebrate's gonna go. higher may chart for him if it hits, which, which I think it it should. But in a, in the pop lane. It's, not, it's, it's too, I don't I want to say too intellectual, thinking, but I it's... I think you're thinking radio still. For me, what I'm thinking is people are going to stream this album. Yeah. Like, Apple Music, this is going to go. Spotify, this is going to go. Is the radio going to cling to it? Who gives a shit? Nobody's listening to radio. I don't think radio has the draw that it used to. The only thing radio does is it prolongs songs on the Billboard charts because when yeah. people stop streaming it, because, because when we're in the streaming age... You're just gobbling up content, but the radio still plays the same six songs in rotation yeah. for two years, you know. So, but overall, I mean, Celebrate will make both streaming Celebrate and will go radio. On the radio. Celebrate will go. I think. I think even Wish Wish is going to get on the radio. And you mentioned we watched the the music video together. You even mentioned like how crazy it is that Post Malone can come with just hits yeah. every fucking time. Yeah. It's it's relent it's like relentless. I keep wondering. I'm like even the songs that I don't care for, guys, I admit that they're hits. Like I didn't care for that one. What was the one where he has the flamethrower in the music video? Uh, yeah. He does that. He does that weird. I'm going to take my horse to the old town road. No, no, no. no I'm going to ride to the candle more. God, no. No, not that um, one. It'll be hot while it's out, but like most DJ Khaled albums, like we go back to quickly. one or two or a song on one and a song here. But yeah, it, it's going to fade away quickly. Right. Um, definitely not his best little to no replay value for me. That's pretty harsh. Little to no replay value, but except for the songs that you're going to take, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to put Psycho. Maybe Celebrate. Okay. Thank you. I like that one. Hippie It's not. I liked it's it for Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla Sign had a good, good feature. You are such a Ty Dolla Sign stan. I like his you features. Don't even know it, I, don't, I like his features. I hate you his albums. You are secretly playing Beach House when I leave here. All of a sudden, I hear fucking. <laughs> Was that the one with the sand? Yeah. The one with Khalifa and all of them were plugging him? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ty Dolla Sign's got friends. Yeah. But. Just like a shout out to Aaron. No new friends. None of them. We don't need them. No, I mean I'll put May celebrate May make my 28, 2019 list and wish wish. Both, those two will make my twenty nineteen. Twenty uh, celebrates making. Celebr- I, here's the problem. I don't want to put a DJ Khaled song on my twenty nineteen list. It, look, Does that make for sense? All intents and purposes, it's a Travis Scott and Post Malone song. He's DJ still Khaled in there just, screaming his name. DJ Khaled. Ching. Yeah. Did you hear that in the background? Every time after he'd say that. Ching. Like a little cash. I mean, at this point, why not? 
Probably so. We all know. I mean, DJ Khaled is a meme, so I love play him. it up. I love him. I love Anything him. else? No. No. Okay. When we come back, we're going to talk about a little bit of fashion and Igor. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We really appreciate the support. If you are listening on an Apple device, please rate and review the episode. This helps us grow. It also shows us how we can better serve you guys. Also, don't forget that we are on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Hit us up with questions, comments, even criticism. Once again, that's HLHPO. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back. So we're going to be doing... What you rocking? What you rocking? Uh, Today I'm rocking some old NMDs. I think they're called... They're just some NMDs, guys. And uh, shout out to Winthrop, my alma mater, and my uh, trademark khaki shorts. Nobody else is allowed to wear khaki shorts. They're mine. That's right. Uh, I'm wearing a desert tan Obey t-shirt. Beautiful. Zoomies, Zoomies fresh, I'm yeah. sure. Zoomies yeah. fresh. That's I'm really, sure. I've kind of grown up, I think, a little bit. All I, really go go, all I really go in there for is Obey because the other store at the mall that sells Obey. PacSun is everything no, small. Buckle. Oh. Buckle fuck, sells fuck, a lot fuck. of Obey, but it's it's just not the same. So I go in there for that. Uh, but I've got on some denim and some Jordan slides. Sweet. We those those slides have actually, guys, they've been around since World War II. Yeah. Jordan actually wore these. These were the prototype. And then he threw them at Jake's dad, and then Jake handed them. Yeah. Jake's dad handed them to him. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm rocking, and some socks that don't match. Who gives a fuck? It's a light day today. It's a light day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't really bring out the Travis what Scott's did I wear? Yeah, what did I wear to work? I'm trying to remember. I wore a... What shoes did I wear to work? Khakis. No, I wore jeans. This dude gets to go to work wearing denim. Bro, what kind of shoes did I wear today? That's horrible that I can't remember. <laughs> that is sad. That's how you know you need to cut back. I really don't remember. Yeah. I, I oh, the, the the blurred checkered vans. Okay, there yeah. we go. You're good. Yeah, yeah. You're all fine. You're so fine. we've already kind of hit on some of the, the, the drops here have been kind of slow aside from the Travis Scott's. But we already kind of mentioned the SB1s that are dropping, the New York City to Paris. And this then, one uh, is crazy. Yeah. And, I would love a pair of these. And then the Fairweather fan, the Chicago, or the Lakers to Chicago. For those of you that aren't familiar with the SB version of Nike, they put two colors on the shoe. And when the shoe wears as you're skating, your top color wears off and your bottom color shows through. Kind of like patina on a car. The New York City to Paris, is it supposed to be like a peach on the bottom? Is that what's going to come out? Yeah, it's like going to be a, a pink. It's the crimson That's tint so colorway bad. underneath the light bone colorway. That's amazing. I'm going to try to get one of the two pairs. I can't decide which one I want to go for yet. Well, it, with your luck on the sneaker app, you might as well just go for both of them. True. <laughs> See, the, the Lakers ones are um, cooler. They're going to sell for more. I'm addicted to the New York City to Paris. These are really the... I'm, I hadn't seen these until now, and I'm blown this, away. Yeah. So, I love them. The Lakers ones are going to sell for more, but when you wear them and you start incurring the wear, those colors don't match. Like they, they you can't pull that off with an outfit. But I, you just have to embrace it and go and like buff all the other color off and just get it to a black and red. I was going to say you can't really even the way you wear out the SBs. People tell me like they're impossible to get underneath that color unless you skate yeah. or you're outside all the time. Like, There's yeah, ways to do it. I watched a video because sandpaper. If and... I if I get the, I think I'm gonna go for the the Paris ones. 
I'm just going to do the Nike check and scratch all the color off because it comes through like that bright pink color against oh, yeah. the light bone. And I know what the light bone looks like because I have a pair of light bone ones. Mm. Uh, so I'll go for one of those. I, I, who knows what I'll go for. I'm actually trying to get these Air Max 2 light habanero red, they're called. Hakeem's on the dad shoe kick. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 110%. But these are sick. If this had a Supreme logo on it, guys, if this was a Supreme collab, it would would sell out. You you know another collab that would have been fire on that? Pardon the the kind of a pun. Houston. Habanero. No, Sriracha. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> and call them like the Sriracha Air Max Twos because the the bubble inside is green. That's the lid. To oh the my God, that Sriracha is, lid. That's genius. But the red is not. You hear that, Phil Knight? Yeah, I can leave my job anytime you call. You owe us some money for that idea. No, the first one's free, but you know, pay us for our consulting. Yeah, yeah. Spider Man said, "I'm Family Guy. Everybody gets one. <laughs> Everybody gets one." Uh, the Air Max Ninety Six Snake. These are sick. I'm, I kind of regret not getting them, but at the same time, I, I feel like I could find these at the mall. Uh, maybe not the snakes, but you could probably find some white Air Force One with another color accent. These are, yeah. Classic. Classic. The Bone Nike 11s. They didn't sell well. Last thing. Nobody's bought them. I don't, all the sizes are available. Yeah. That's I, really it. I might buy them. I might don't. get them. I'm going to wait for them to go on sale. But I'm gonna get them. Well, they'll go on sale. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna wait, but I'm gonna get a pair of these. I'm sure if you call Nike, they're already taking lowball offers. I pay one one thirty-five. I wouldn't pay one twenty-five for those. And I, I, the Jordan Elevens are my second favorite Jordan. I think it would would have been better if it was a mid mid uh, shoe instead of a low. I, mean, I like the lows. The profile on all of them are, are appealing to me. I just am not a fan of the snakeskin. I think if it were any other... The the blue and the pink ones I saw in too person... Flesh. Too much. Can't do it. Also, they look cheap. Yeah, that's, that was my criticism when they did the gold colorways. So I'm hoping maybe if the bone ones don't look cheap, I would get them because I, I, I really do like this pattern for some reason. I don't know. It's, it's getting to me, guys. Maybe I'm just buying into the hype of it that it's a Jordan, but they're kind of cool. I'll get them on sale. Do you have any more? You hear that high quality? That's high quality paper right there. That's Dunder Mifflin. Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. Dunder Mifflin paper, everybody. That's all we use. If, if, you, if you had to buy from one of the salespeople from the office, who would it be? Like if you had to be a customer, who would it be? Oh, uh, it'd either be uh, Jim or... I'm going with Stanley. Stanley, yes. That was because the second one. Because I work in sales and I can appreciate when people come in, they know what they want and they get out. Like Stanley seems like one that would like... Be very quick to get what you need and get you out because yeah. he just wants to be done with his day. Yep. Yeah. I could see buying from Stanley, but I kind of like Jim because, like, you know, maybe if I if I had a wife, we could, like, hang out on weekends. Yeah. Or you know, you could, grab a beer, maybe. Andy may be a, a sleeper because you could push him around. I'm not paying 20 a ream. Oh, you're right. You're okay, right. sir. And he's so desperate for sales because yeah. he's such a shitty salesman. <laughs> Igor. Let's go. That was a horrible transition. Yeah, it was. But <laughs> the office is always relevant. <laughs> always relevant. But yes, we are going to be talking about Tyler the Creator's Igor album. There, this was a bit of a surprise drop. Nobody was really expecting it. It wasn't a drop, but yeah, when he I mean, announced it. it the I was press, like the press oh. run for it, was very short. Like he put out the Igor visuals of all of his faces, Those and then a week, yeah, a week later, the album was out. Right. The teasers, I was so excited for. Especially when Igor's theme first, he first teased that one, where it's just all 
uh, his face. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he just starts. I this is this is kind of a thing. I hate when and I hope Denzel Curry isn't like this with his. Like, I hate when artists will be like, "This is my album." They put out an album cover, like mm-hmm. album art. They'll talk about it for a couple days and then months go by and then the album comes out and it's nothing like what they plugged or it's not even the same thing. Like I can give Tyler credit for sticking to it and just putting it out and he kind of had the disclaimer. So I, I don't know. I, I would rather you be true to what you do and be consistent like that and maybe the sound like we'll, you'll, we'll get into it. I'm not a huge fan of the sound on this album but I can appreciate that he stuck to what he does. He all, Obviously all this was pre-planned and all thought out and done in one swoop rather than Ooh, let me let me put out this dope album art that somebody gave me, and I'll see what the fans say. Right. Like he wasn't testing the waters; he knew what he wanted to make. He came with it. Tyler, after Flower Boy, doesn't really need to test the waters. I think everybody would agree that that album kind of shot him up to a different level. Yeah, it kind of pushed him to that. He Tyler is a pop. Icon now. I would. I wouldn't yeah. say he's fully. I'm I not think popping in London. Sound. The the show that got canceled in London when the album dropped is example of that. Because there was too many people. There were so many people. Right. Right. I I don't think he knows the level of pull that he has. You know. I think he tries to just well, be regular sometimes or have a smaller show, and it just doesn't work because he has so many fans. Yeah, and it's kind of wild to see how, like, if you just look at the path he's been on. Like now, the music that he started on, would, he would be he would be crucified if he came out saying what he was saying back then. Now, and he was very small, like it was cult following. And now, like I hear older people, and I, I say older, I mean like forties and fifties, like talking right. about Tyler the Creator. Whereas before, it seemed as like an edgy thing. Like we were all like, oh, you, oh, you, you don't. He know was about going Tyler. for edgy. Yeah, and he was. He was going for edgy. He was going for shock value. Um, but the path that he's taken to get here is crazy. If you would have asked me back then, hey, Goblin, like if you were to ask me now, if you play Goblin, mm-hmm. if you say, is this guy going to, in 10 years, is this guy going to be an icon? I'd probably say, fuck no. Right. Because did you think back then, did you think he was going to be like that? I didn't I see it until of, Cherry Bomb. I'm going to be honest. I worship Tyler. I, I, he really had an impact on like my, I'm totally dick riding right now, guys. But he had an impact on my on my high school experience. He really had an impact on... He inspired me to write. Um, a lot of the spoken word that I was doing in high school... Uh, I published a book in high school, if you guys don't know. I've been published in a couple of books as well, poetry books. Um, he really was a big inspiration for that. So... He, he, to me, I always knew he was going to be huge. So I didn't think it was going to be like this. Like, I didn't think it'd be worldwide. When I saw Yonkers, I knew. When I saw okay. that song, uh, when I saw the the ability, not just of him rapping, but his ability to, to catch people's attention, I just had a feeling. I love Tyler. That's yeah. the problem. You know that the YouTube page, I hate that I don't know the name, or I'd plug it, but the YouTube page, they played some of X's music, and they play it for like people in their 40s, like non-people right. that are listening to hip-hop right now, right. and they ask them what they think. I think if they played Goblin or even Bastard to those people, they'd be like, no, this isn't the same guy. Like, There's a lot of people, like just casual fans, that if you played them Goblin and you played them Flower Boy, or even the new album, Side by Side, they're not going to know it's the same Goblin person. hasn't... Even though I love Tyler, Goblin has not, not all of it has aged that great. Even the sound kind of, it's not like, 
It's um, there's a few songs on there that I I'm just like oh, I don't, I wouldn't really go back to she. That. No, you're sh- what? I love that song. Oh, 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 I said wouldn't go back to. Oh no! Oh, okay, okay. oh, I was like, what is? No, no, wrong no. She is. She is one of my favorite tracks off that album. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Maybe like "Bitch Suck Dick," you know, like songs like that. I just don't. That's care hard about. to put on at a party with friends. Like people be like, Bro. yeah. But will I go back and listen to this album start to finish and love it? Probably. Uh, are you talking about Goblin? Yeah. Yeah. I, I but it has nostalgia for us. Yeah. yeah the same people yeah. that are listening to Eagle. I bought it on Halloween. Too, okay. which added to that. Igor, by the way, I would listen to start to finish multiple, 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 multiple times. This is what it. I was thinking when I my first listen. I'm thinking to myself like, if I just if this was the first Tyler album I ever heard, and I started listening in reverse, you would think like, literally this dude has gotten better every single album, and that really is true in my mm-hmm. opinion. The sound like the sound that you're hearing matched the star level that he was at. I think. Bastard was very amateur sounding as far as the recording. And production, it or, yeah. or I mean, not production. I'm sorry. Um, think about the budget though for that. Yeah, it's probably none. So if you go back, it's it would be like I was. That's why I was talking about his path. Like if you started, if this is the first album you heard, and you went back, like we're looking at more by Tyler the Creator, and yeah. you start listening, you would be like, what the fuck does this guy listen to? Yeah, everything. A lot of a lot. He he wears his inspiration on his sleeve. You know, I think. The nerd, uh, oh, yeah. the nerd inspiration is always there. Pharrell is always there. On this album in particular, I heard a lot of um, Ariel Pink. If you guys haven't heard of Ariel Pink, he's kind of a pop, he's a pop artist. But he, the album cover in particular, uses the same color scheme, color scheme, excuse me, of his Pom Pom record. See, like if you look at that. Yeah. It looks very. It's it's very similar, just in the the color scheme. I I've I felt. And there's a song on here. I can't remember. It's been so long since I've listened to this album. But I want to say Tyler has shouted out Ariel Pink before. Yeah, it's very the synth pop. The synth. I think I want to say that Tyler was pulling from Ariel Pink. I don't know. Fuck this is a good song. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? No. Look beautiful, but. Yes, the synths on Igor are phenomenal. Absolutely. The and that's really my that's the only criticism I have, and it's not even really a criticism. Like I already spoke, it. He obviously came out. Tyler's always been one to make music for himself. Yeah. And Aaron actually snapped snapped me when this came out. He said, "Have you listened?" And I said, "No, I picked to listen to DJ Khaled's first. I said I've only listened to a few tracks. I kind of skimmed it." I said, but the selfish part of me is not going to like it. Because he's not rapping? Yeah. Rapping as much? For I want to I wanna explain Igor a little bit. Because Igor really, it hit me kind of hard. For Igor, basically what it's about to me, Tyler basically finding a love interest. And as you go down the soundtrack, the, the track... He gets more and more insecure and unstable in this relationship. He's talking about how he doesn't know where she's going to be. You make my earthquake. You know, even though the lyrics are kind of shallow, overall the production and the uh, tone of the album is fairly consistent. So you always know he's talking about this love interest and going crazy for this girl, running out of time. He's, He's speaking in this very frantic and insecure way. That if you've ever been in a relationship where you were really 
maybe in love with somebody or really into somebody who wasn't, who maybe wasn't into you. There's a line in here where he goes, uh, thought we were building bridges, but it turns out she was building up fences. So when you think you're connecting with somebody and then all of a sudden they become guarded and they just shut off on you, that's, that makes you feel insecure. And then you go into a song like Puppet where he's saying, like, listen, I'll do whatever. If you want me to give you space, just tell me and yeah, I'll and Kanye leave. even, like, that. He, he backed that up in his little, like, vocals in the back. Yeah. And so it was just that this, this whole theme of this album resonated a lot with me because I, I can't help but identify with it in certain ways. I, I, mean, I like the album, and it's rated. Yeah. I won't give away my rating yet, but it's rated right. with the, the top albums that I, we've reviewed this year. Yeah. But as a first impression... So the selfish part of me didn't really like this album as much as I've liked previous albums. Like Flower Boy to me was the perfect balance of this and what he was capable of and what he proved on Wolf, Goblin, Bastard. I think this album is more comparative to Cherry Bomb. This album, the reason why I want to say that is because Cherry Bomb was more, it was very abrasive, which, and the mixing kind of turned people off. It's polished Cherry Bomb. It was no, no, no. It's not polished cherry bomb. I wanted to say that at first, but the reason why it's not polished cherry bomb is the fact that this album is definitely more pop, and it's so pretty. Whereas I think Cherry Bomb is is meant to be like pissed off and well, ugly. Yeah, in Cherry Bomb, I, I think his level of stardom at that point. I don't think he could have made a pop album like this because I think Flower Boy, like you spoke about earlier, Flower Boy kind of put him on that level of. Okay, I can be a pop icon. Well, his level of his, his or, the way he orchestrated that music, the way he uh, put it together, mm-hmm. really just shows uh, light years of experience from even from Cherry Bomb. So this album, to me, the the production on here was so difficult to make sound. Tyler's your Kanye. Yeah, yeah. Because all the all the things you're saying about like how you idolized him and. It's very Kanye-esque to me. Right. Like, I can rock with every Kanye album. You always throw the graduation. And there's, and I, I always tend to agree with you, but then I go back and listen. I'm like, no, graduation still is hits. still fire. <laughs> and we kind of have to view Tyler in the same light. Like, you can't listen to a Tyler album and expect that you heard the first or the album prior. It wasn't just that, though. To me, this is like a feat, dude. Like, like there was, first of all, to have the features that he did... Some of the people that we named are Playboy Cardi, Lil Uzi for Solange. Solange. Like, come on. Yeah, Charlie Wilson. Charlie That's Wilson. A huge R&B yeah. co-sign there. The, the fact that you put such big names in an album, and I only cared about the story of the album and the production of the album, shows you how incredible he did just by putting this album together. It's, it's so... I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. I don't get goosebumps talking about music very often. And this album to me just it hit everything I could have Is ever it a 10? wanted. Yes, it's a fucking ten. It's a twenty. Okay. It's a twenty, dude. I love this album. Igor's e- from Igor's theme to Earthquake. Those are song. Those are two of the hardest songs on the album, and they're a little bit more rapping. And then you go into I think where it was yeah, just you, you lose like rapping Tyler really until you get down to what's good. I right. Think. Exactly what you run from, you end up chasing. I had a talk with my sister. And I was telling her how I have this tendency of liking somebody for a a long amount of time, but
but then just basically just worrying that they're going to break up with me and then we end up breaking it off. I'm revealing so much about my dating life, not meaning to. Pertains to the album. Do you want to shout out your Tinder? Fuck that name. Is that a thing? I don't. I don't. I don't rock with Tinder. So if you're an know. HLH fan, swipe right though. You okay. know, so you can tell me like the podcast. Um, no, but the fact that I that I'm fearing breaking up and it always happens means that I'm. It's kind of like it's, it's just meant to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then exactly what you run from, you end up chasing. Gerard Carmichael said that in the beginning. When I of heard song. that the first time, because that track is too long to view on an iPhone, like when you first see it. Right. When he said exactly what you run from, I was waiting for him to say is exactly what you become, because there are, there's a lot of like theory and talk around that, and and that's what I thought he was gonna say. And but it's very similar it to that similar. idea, you know. Anything that you guys, anything you're running away from, or think about time, for example, when you're thinking about like, oh, I'm gonna have to go to bed soon, but I don't want to go to bed yet. I'm gonna go to bed at ten o'clock, yeah. and it's like eight thirty, and then you look up at the clock and you're like, what the fuck is already nine forty five? And yeah, you know, I'm, you're I'm horrible f- about that. Right. Like I'll be like, I got, I gotta get in bed by ten, and it'll be eight thirty, and I'll be like, shit, it's almost ten o'clock, cause. 8.30 is almost 9, and 9 is practically 10. <laughs> and Maybe that's like a grown-up way of thinking. I don't know. But yeah, that's exactly the same. It, it is. And that, and then you're jumping from exactly when you end up chasing, what you run from, you end up chasing, goes into running out of time, which means that he's kind of running, maybe he's feeling like this relationship's about to just run its course, or maybe it's not going somewhere. New magic wand, where maybe he wants to start over. A boy is a gun. The the titles for this even mean something. Oh, absolutely. I was the, the a boy is a gun was the first one I thought about. Puppet too. Yeah. Puppet is pretty. I mean, that was pretty self-explanatory. It's not that. It's not that uh, difficult to understand. But um, gone, gone. Thank you. To me, is the highlight of the album because it's where he finds closure. Yeah. Uh, also, that's the song with CeeLo Green on it, and I thought that was. So beautiful, Gong Gong Thank You, which the last time he did something like this was on Wolf with um, Beamer and Campfire. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that, guys, I, you're right. I am Tyler Stan. Yeah. Um, but that was the last time I remembered him doing something like that, and I loved that off of Wolf. I loved Gong Gong Thank You on here. I don't love you anymore. He's getting over it. Maybe this is the angry phase. And then at, he ends with Are We Still Friends? Yeah, and I thought that was ineffective. That was one of the tracks that I rated highest. And also, it even is effective in regards to the the theme of the album because this is the cycle. Yeah. This is the cycle. He's going to do this again. Igor, this character Tyler's talking about, he's basically going to end up in this cycle again. Well... This is going to be the hook slides of hip-hop last episode because Phil Knight's going to hire me. Tyler's going to hire Hakeem to write albums so he can just cash out. So it's been fun. It's been great, guys. But we're moving on to bigger and better things. Um, nothing is better than hook slides and hip-hop. I you love hear that, big boy? <laughs> I love talking about music. And this is an album I'm really I'm thankful for this album because for this entire year, even albums I've liked, I've only liked them because... Well, maybe this is the album we were waiting on, really. Like, something like this. Yeah, so just something really just pushing pushing boundaries. So creative. And also, Tyler's not shitting on the new school. You take Lil Uzi Vert on Eager's theme, and then you put Playboy Cardi on Earthquake. Playboy Country. Cardi was very... like When I heard that, I was like, okay, that's Playboy Cardi. That's kind of hell, too. But I would not have known that was Uzi until Genius 
as the one that tweeted it. Instagram. Yeah, you're a little more tuned in it. on Instagram than I am. But yeah. I saw Genius tweeted it on Twitter. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I love Tyler. This album has been incredible. To the point where I have countless numbers of Odd Future t-shirts up there. And yeah. when I found out, like, he was no longer part of the clothing thing and he started the Golf Wang Collective, I stopped buying Odd Future stuff. Right. I love Tyler. This was just a little too left field, and I don't mean that in a bad way. No. But in what I look for in Tyler, it's just not what I look for. Yeah. I still rated it high. You already said yours. Mine was a seven. Okay. So it's still high. I'll listen to it some more. Above average for you, yes. but not your favorite release from no. Tyler. This one is my favorite. Okay. I think the, the problem is I'm clinging to the concept of the album, not just in the way it sounds, but... Well, that's it's the same thing, like... With I hate to bring this up because it's so cringy, but with Epar, yeah. the song that Earl did. For yeah. those of you that don't know, it's a song about rape backwards, and the song is actually spelled rape backwards. Right. right. And the, what is so crazy, like obviously the song is the subject matter is terrible. Right. But the fact that a 15 year old kid had the creativity to. It was very Eminem esque. If you yes. guys haven't heard, it's not like he's going into detail about how he's raping it was, this girl. It was very Eminem esque. You're you're 100 correct on that. The the thing about that song is the story is really shocking. Yeah, like, but that kind of speaks to like how can you be like how how does this occur to you? Right, exactly. Or how do you take something that could easily be played out or corny? Like how many times have we heard of somebody falling in love with somebody and breaking up with them and wanting them back? All the fucking time you've heard songs about that stuff. Yeah, and that kind of theme is not popular in rap. Like, the theme in rap is like, oh, I like this girl, we broke up, so fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch, I'll fuck your girl. Yeah. And and that's, like, basically what a lot of rap is. But for Tyler, this is so fucking beautiful. It's vulnerable. It's, It's everything that I would want from Tyler, especially from an album like Flower Boy, which was also very open and unhonest. So from... From Flower Boy to Igor, I love this transition. This wasn't shocking to me. Like, no, when I heard this, I no, wasn't no, like, no. what the... F-? Like, I didn't have the feeling I felt with Cherry Bomb, because I hated Cherry Bomb at first. Mm-hmm. And I, I like it now, for the most part. There's a good handful of tracks I'll go back to. Yeah. But this was kind of expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have been more polished. shocked. Yeah, I'd have been more shocked if he went, like, if it was all rap. And right. I'm like, okay, these are just throwaway stuff that he's done with Rocky and all the rest. But, I want that. Well, I want that, too. album yeah. so bad. I don't know if that one's ever going to happen, but I love when they do tracks together. I don't have much more to say. I think I said everything I could. This will be in my top ten, I think, because it's going to age well for me as I continue to listen to it. Mm -hmm. I don't think my score will change, Mm -hmm. but I think the replay value for me is going to go up. Yeah, Because I've been getting into more music outside of hip-hop, and this is going to be a blend of of both. I mean, I've always been into stuff outside of hip-hop, but I've gotten more into like alternative Music I think then, introducing so. artists like Mac DeMarco, like well, somebody I heard, who listens to, I know you've heard of him before. I had heard of him through like you, but right. it, I didn't really start listening until I read Logic's book. Did you and listen I was to like, this to that? New I listened. Album? The, yes, yes, the good album. Yeah. yeah, that's um, a great fucking. No, I listened to it because I'm thinking to myself, if Logic, and I, I kind of have this view about a lot of people, like if Logic is going to co-sign for these people, like I owe it to Logic being a fan of Logic to go listen. So I listened to it while I was reading the book, and the songs that he that were playing while I was reading that scene were just so perfect for the song mm. or for the the setting. That's what kind of put me on, and then I started listening. That's cool. And now I kind of had that nostalgia feel when I go back because I remember what Logic was talking about in the album. But mm-hmm. that's really what kind of really just jump started me into listening to that style of music. So that I think this is going to age well for me. 
Yeah, I, and this album is is challenging to to traditional hip hop fans. I don't want to say you're not going to like this because a lot of new hip hop is pushing limits. Uh, limits. So this is just pushing in a different direction, and that may be what rubs people the wrong way. Right, but this album is worth listening to multiple multiple times. And he says that, like he said, he even said like this is an album that needs to be played start to finish. And I did what he said. I didn't have anything on. I didn't turn anything on. I just listened to the album on my on my TV mm-hmm. in the house, and it was incredible. And not only did I do that, I also shout out to Aaron. He tried to Snapchat me his opinion of the album. You can ask him. I said, Oh, you no. know, he told me because he got he here early you. when we recorded that episode, and he told me that <laughs> you didn't want spoilers for it. Yeah, I said, I said, no, don't tell me. I don't, I don't, I don't care. I want, I want to hear after. You can tell me after, but please don't say anything. Yeah. So, this was like a movie to me. Yeah, this was like if it. somebody would have ruined Endgame for somebody who's a big Marvel fan. Like I just could. The game wait. ends. The game. Oh man, the game. I lost. Oh shit. You're welcome. Motherfucker. Shout out to everybody myself. playing the game. You yeah. guys all lost. No, I mean it, I, it's, it's gonna age well for me. Yeah. What's gonna be challenging is this man's fucking essentials at the end of his career. Oh. Like somebody that just says, oh, who's this guy? Let's listen to him. You're fucked. You're not getting into Tyler, the creator at that point. I think it's going to be, the spectrum is going to be too wide for you. I would, I would recommend for the common folk, I would go wolf on. For yeah. the person who likes that, go back to Bastard, Goblin, um, the Odd Future tapes. Absolutely. And, and go through there. There is so much music. In Odd Futures. In Odd Catalog Future just period. alone. Right, right. Not all of it's classic, like Tyler. You know, I don't but hold it, everybody all, in that regard. But it's all good. And it's very diversified towards, yeah. now it is at least. Like, they have the internet. Internet was kind of grew off of them. And Sid was making music back when they were still all in, like, the mixtape era. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and Domo Genesis. Haji Beats is not really huge catalog anymore. Yeah. He had an album, I think, like, 2016. It had a Wayne feature. It was pretty good. He had a single that came out where he was like, his head was in the sand, he was on a beach. It was really interesting. I forgot the name of the track, though. Sorry, guys. Uh, so what you been spinning? Really, I've just been... <laughs> Igor, 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 Igor. Uh, other than that, I've been playing Celebrate a lot. Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang Clan's of, Mike and Men, of Mike's and Men documentary, there's a soundtrack for it. So it did come out already? Yeah, I, okay. I think it did. Or I don't know if it's just the soundtrack that came out, but... The soundtrack's out. It has seven songs. I'll have to go add that. Those are all pretty good. Uh, Easter Sunday, featuring Earl Sweatshirt uh, by Z Loopers. Uh, it's called Easter Sunday. I forgot to listen to that. Is Earl's feature good? Yeah, it's very much like some rap. If you like some rap songs, you'll enjoy that feature. Um, Aaron told me about Coda the Friend, but I haven't listened to him yet. But it's in my rotation for it. Or it's going to be in my rotation soon. And finally, the Injury Reserve album. Uh, 13 tracks they're all bangers and it's just it's a it's a fantastic listen if you guys haven't heard of injury reserve please listen to this it's their debut album i think they're on a, on a label now seneca village recordings so i don't um well hopefully if, hopefully if it's a small it. label they'll do they'll know the the kind of the weight that's behind this group and do right by them. And there's a lot of big name features on here. You got Rico Nasty, JPEG Mafia, Amine, Freddie Gibbs, um, Dram is on here. Uh, so check it out. So I've been listening to Father of Assad, obviously, Igor, uh, the Don't Knock the New School playlist, Huncho Jack, Jack Huncho, go back. 
Uh, no. Go back. I promise I you. I have, but let's click on it real quick. Bro, all heat. Black and Chinese. You like this song? I'm telling you, post Astro World, listen to this. Maybe. I gotta go back. I love the, it's, the cover art. It's, it's, it's I didn't hate it. It's just not like it's not like my favorite collab album, you know? Well, I think the hype behind it was just so high. I think even those two knew, like, we're never gonna meet it. Like, if we ever get to J. Cole Kendrick, they both know they're never gonna meet the hype. They're no not. one's gonna be happy. Let's let's not let that one come out. Yeah. You know, I feel like it would just be too much for people. If that one the one up T Pain album, that's gonna be in my top ten. It's in your top. You've been spending that one heavy, huh? Uh, yeah. Oh, I went back to it because mid year is coming up, so I was kind of going back to some of the stuff I we have talked about, and then some of the stuff I've just been listening to privately. Right. Um, there's an Apple curated playlist, which I don't listen to Apple curated stuff too often, but it's called Chill Rap, and the, the theme is actually pretty good. There's Schoolboy Q, Travis. Even there was some ones that kind of were shocking to me that were on here, like that were more hype. But then once you listen to it in the mood of all the other songs around it. It's, mm-hmm. it's a pretty good playlist. I'll give Apple that one. They've, Al had, Green, they've had a couple that I've enjoyed. Al Green Essentials and then Savage Mode. I just, um, I found out, first of all, I've been listening to a lot of Isaiah Rashad as well. I want his album to come out. But also their MF Doom, uh, Apple Music made an MF Doom Essentials playlist. If you're, if you're trying to get into hip-hop, if you're just starting to get into hip-hop, I would definitely recommend you check out MF Doom. He's he is a staple in underground music, absolutely, and he's inspired Tyler and Earl quite heavily. So definitely check him out. That's all. I'm I did listen that. to Megan the Stallion's album, so we we kind of talked about that off off mic. Right. Um, we might review that one next maybe. week. We don't know yet, and don't want to say that we will if we're not going to, but we might do that. I have been listening to Here Comes the Cowboy. Um, that's Mac really, DeMarco's album. Yeah, that's really it. Yeah, these two albums. I mean, obviously, Igor had a lot of content to to digest. So did DJ Khaled, as far as the spectrum of what you were going to hear. Right. Uh, so those I've really been playing these heavy for the past, really since they came out. That's all I've really been listening to. This was like a good pair of albums together because honestly, I could recommend both of these two pop fans as well. Yeah, and it's it was very like yin yang, like they balanced very well. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't love. DJ Khaled's album, this is, it's on par for what we expect from him. And Tyler, of course, exceeded expectations with me for Igor. And for Jake, even though it's not your favorite, you know, you'd still rank it pretty high over yeah, a, lot a, seven. Of, a lot of other albums. So Absolutely. That's great. Uh, do you have anything else to add? That's it. Anything for the Shout demo? out this. Did you know that Apple does this? What is it? It's called your favorites mix? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. There's some shit on here I forgot about. Yeah, they also you know you remember you a team yeah please I didn't forget about this this is a classic please just let's just ride out to this one a little bit nah bro we riding out goodbye hey everybody thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks Lines and Hip Hop we appreciate you spending your time with us don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see y'all!